You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. Today, She-Hulk, episode three. A.K.A. Very important to the plot. Very. I would say. Essentially. Am I being sarcastical? Possibly. Mm. That's where you're going to find out. So, spoilers ahead if you do care. Mm. Um... If you care. If you care. I mean, if you <laughs> if don't. They do, I understand why they'd be listening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen ahead. Um, but if you do care about spoilers, give us a little download on whatever mm. podcast platform you're listening Facts, to. dude. And do then come on. back to us later. We run appreciate on. that. So, initial reactions of episode three, Nathan, tell me. All right. So, I'm going I'm to hit you with this. And I do think you'll be surprised hearing me say this. Okay. Um, because... I am one of the, I feel like I'm a pretty big critic of just like maybe like filler type episodes. I understand that this one like kind of was, you know, right? not a lot really well, happened. I mean, you had Abomination right. plot, but that was just about all to be honest. But I actually really liked this episode. Really? To be honest, yeah. Really? I actually, it made, me, fe- it made me feel good, all right? Okay, so I, feel, I, I, I get I feel that. Like, I feel like you. Like right now, honestly, like I, I, I liked it because it made me feel good. I understand yeah. that it was a plot. Um, it was kind of like void of that, but right, you know, I just, I'm, I kind of vibed with it. Right, okay. Um, I was shocked coming for you because, yeah. My, it, personally, when I watched the episode, I was like, Nathan's gonna hate this. <laughs> no, I can't uh, like be honest. Lucky, yeah. I was really, really thinking that. But um, for me, you know, of course, this, you know, it had two stories going on at once in this one. For me, one was definitely better than the other. Of course, mm-hmm. the abomination was ten times better to yeah. me. Um, and this, I mean. I enjoyed, let's say, the half of this episode that was not the other half being the Dennis Bukowski and the Pug and Megan the Stallion storyline. Yeah. I thought that was absolutely horrible, to be honest. It was completely unnecessary, but I absolutely fell in love with Pug's character. I like Pug. Like, I, I, I loved do, his part. Dennis was a butthole. I do not like him. I hated Dennis. Yeah, the whole... I'm not a Megan the Stallion Megan fan. Sta- I'm so. not either. I really don't even listen to rap, but no. I, I really did like Pug in this episode, and I did like the lawyer aspect of that, but like you said, yeah. you could have cut out that and had a whole new storyline, and it would have right. been completely fine. Yeah, you know? I mean, I like, I agree with what you're saying. I love Pug's character, but the storyline that he was in, I absolutely hated, to be honest. Yeah. I really did not like it. I mean, the whole thing with the elf um, from Asgard, of course, who shapeshifts, that's a cool concept, but the same, and it's realistic, yeah. but at the same time, it just was not appealing. It was comedic and stupid to me, Yeah, and I just didn't have a good time watching it, and to me, it honestly felt like more of an attempt from the show to try to play into the Gen Z and millennials and mm. give them something yeah. more than um, giving into the show and building yeah. up a better plot. Uh, I, and that's definitely why, you know, they had uh, Megan, obviously, you For know, sure. cameo in that, yes. right? That, that brings in definitely a lot of people and maybe a demographic that Marvel wasn't, you know, targeting very well previously. Right. Um, but I don't know, just the whole storyline was, completely devoid of She-Hulk. Yes. Of Jennifer Walters. Yes. And that's just very odd. I mean, like, obviously, we like, I love stuff about law. I like right. stuff about comedy. But it just didn't involve her. Like, yeah. she was in half, and the other half is just about right. her coworkers. Yeah, see, I, just, no. I really was not just a huge fan of that plot. But I enjoyed the other side of this plot a lot more. Um, but before we get to that, let's talk about the end credit scene because, of course, it still has to do with Megan the Stallion. And a lot of fans, <laughs> um, just to get that over with, uh, a lot of fans are very divided over this scene. Yeah. It's really weird because this scene, of course, to me, it was just like a you know a gag. Um, you know, of course, like yeah. it's been doing it after each end credit scene, something funny and something kind of to make fun of toxic toxic Marvel fans or whatever. Mm. But to be honest, I thought it was just stupid. I mean, I was laughing because it was dumb. Yeah. Um, 
but I didn't see it as like as big of a deal as other people might have. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I wasn't dancing along with the scene like other Marvel <laughs> I, I fans were. Either. I wasn't either. I mean, when other people were posting like they were dancing along with it, I was like cringing so hard. I was like, that's the stupidest thing. I don't understand thing. why. I know. I'd like, I'd like to read um, Tatiana's comment. Yeah, I would love uh, for you to read it. her I comment because you, it kind of made me mad. Yeah, here's what she said. She said, quote, it was us doing it on the day. I'm in the mocap suit and I've got a helmet on my head. And I'm on this platform, and I'm next to, like, on one of my absolute favorite rappers on the planet. So it's just, like, it was so surreal. I think it's the best scene in the MCU, end quote. I understand the first part, you know, like... Her, she she hoped twerking the best scene in the MCU? Yeah, with a rapper? Please. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you're forgetting about that one time, how... Ant-Man defeated Thanos. <laughs> All right. You forget, you're forgetting. I, I mean, I mean, it's essentially like making fun of like everything that happened to the MC at this point. You're just, making fun of Tony Stark's death. It's like, yeah, no, no, it, it really is. And like I said, I really do think that kind of just, I don't know, undermines. It's like Marvel is trying so hard to make fun of the people who are going to criticize the show. But I right. think if they didn't do that, there'd be way less criticism. I, I think agree. people are criticizing Marvel and the show for criticizing them for something they haven't criticized. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I completely, completely I, I wouldn't say that at all. You now, know, to, I like the show. And to I wouldn't come be from the scene to where they're um, showing the YouTube or whatever um, comments and saying yeah. like, that was actually taking, taken from when they announced the She-Hulk show comments. But I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I thought that was a good point. I thought I was like, Marvel, good job for doing that because yeah. it is calling out the haters. And it's funny that they did that. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, it was so funny, like, you know, reading the comments like, you know, why more female superheroes? Yeah. Or, You're like, like oh, shoot, that's my comment. Bro, I got featured. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought that was funny, and I'm glad Marvel did that. But yeah. the whole entire thing with the, you know, the twerking and the incredit scene, everybody getting like, so divided over that okay it, there has no reason for it, there yeah. to be toxicity within that scene but people can have an opinion all right just because it's not yours doesn't make it you know not mm. valid so I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people saying thanos was right i, I, I <laughs> love so those comments like, were cracking thanos me. was right everybody was like thanos was right and then i saw one ultron was right i was like whoa yeah, ultron was right. it's like how it started and shows like you know iron man is armor then yeah. how's it going and then it's, yeah and then it's her yeah the twerking it's like <sighs> Yeah, I know, but I know it's just, it was a gag and it was funny at the time, but it was stupid, and I I can't mm. I'd be dumb to admit if it wasn't stupid for me <laughs> from my personal perspective. Yeah. If you liked it, more power to you. Yeah, but I did. But we just personally weren't vibing. Right. No. All right. Now I get to the better part of the show, <laughs> the better storyline of that being, of course, Jen Walters and Blonsky. Yeah. Um. Of course, this storyline was better. It made more sense. Um. But to me. Honestly, I think Blonsky is hiding se- several things. I don't think he's being so truthful. Yeah. I mean, because for him to say that, like, Wong, like, forcibly took him, that's unbelievable. Yeah, but then Wong also backed it up. So right. the question is, is Wong lying too about it? And that's the thing, too, or- is I felt Wong was completely out of character this episode, if I'm being mm. honest. Him breaking laws does not make a lick of sense from his character. Because yeah. if you know, I mean, think of Spider-Man No Way Home. You see him in that, and he's blatantly telling St- Stephen Strange not to do these actions. We got to be, you know, orderly. We got to be, you know, passionate, but we got to be, you know, keep it safe. The world's hmm. safe. And then him going out and breaking laws, I feel. And then, and, and if you think back to like Doctor Strange one, to we see the serious librarian who is very serious, very serious, important to his work yeah. to make this transition. It doesn't make sense to me. 
I mean, it, it doesn't, but I do think it, it kind of makes sense with the show. At least their explanation of it right. happens. I guess the only thing you have to explain is that Wong didn't care about, you know, the prison system or the American, like, you know, justice rules. Right. I mean, like he, like they both said, he needed to fight somebody in order yeah. to, like, you know, keep on moving and, you know, keep on doing his training. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, like, what would the alternative be, though, if it... I feel like there could have been uh, alternatives. I mean, yeah, I understand it being abomination. And then ultimately I feel like it's more aligned to the Marvel writers, just wanting to bring abomination back in Shang-Chi to be honest, yeah. more so than it making sense for the plot. Yeah. Because to me, it just doesn't make sense. It does much. feel like it's fit around the Shang-Chi plot. Obviously right. I don't know when they were filmed. Um, I can, I really can believe to be honest, Wong's story. And I, I don't know if there's anything sus there. But Abomination is definitely hiding something. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, I don't you know? necessarily think he's like full bad, but at the same time, he's he's definitely not all good. Yeah, um, <laughs> for sure. We can definitely you know see that in his. Of course, we get to see his soulmates that are end up like a cult. It that seems like so, a cult. They're literally they're wearing the same thing. It, it looks like a cult. It is. I mean, a cult. they bought him a piece of land to do meditation. It's a cult. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, but we'll see how that. I do know from the trailers, we do see his retreat in future trailers. So I wonder how that'll go and. I really would like to see a Bonsky v. Jen fight, She-Hulk versus yeah. Abomination. I would like to see that. And he, him be her and then Hulk come in yeah. from Sakaar. That would be cool, but I doubt it. Yeah. I do know <laughs> Hulk will that. return in the show. I know Bruce is going to be back at some point, All right. but I, I don't know how that's going to go with it. But the, to the stuff I loved about this episode, because there was a lot, the references were absolutely beautiful in this episode. Mm. Do you agree with that? No, I, I do agree. I and mean, that's been one of the best parts about the oh, show, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the connections were phenomenal. I mean, I loved it. I love when um, the scene, you know, every time Jen breaks the fourth wall has been pretty good and mm-hmm. like a really good example of how to do it. And the this this episode's her break of the fourth wall is my favorite so far. Yeah. Her turning away from the steering wheel being like, okay, guys. So once you go, this is not necessarily you know, a cameo, cameo per show. Episode, you know? But wait, there's Bruce and Blonsky and Wong. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe it is. And it's yeah. like, but don't forget who the show is actually about. And I love that. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic. And I thought it was funny. It was humorous. And it made so much sense that it is a cameo run show. Mm. And that I do know for a fact Wong's going to be in the next episode. So there really? Wong's mm-hmm. showing back up? He's coming back in the next episode. He's like, sorry. And I then we do know for a fact that Daredevil's going to be in it too. That's already confirmed. <laughs> so it is a cameo show. And I love how they're feeding into that. Yeah. And I love the you know the other references and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like you said, I definitely do like how they address it. You know, if they just didn't, um, I feel like it'd be... It'd be worse off for their case. Right. You know, like, oh, these people are carrying She-Hulk, right. the show. But she's like, mm-hmm. look, like... You know, she's addressing they breaking right. the fourth wall. I think it's a good idea. I, I completely agree. And then I also love that they're making fun of the media. Like, you don't see that often. Like, yeah. you know, you're, they're making fun of the truths of the media. Because you see in that scene when she's walking in the prison cell, and then some guy shouts, is it true that you're, um, you know, dating Blonsky or having <laughs> Blonsky's baby or yeah. something like that? And then the news lady turns around and goes, it is rumored that, you know, and yeah. proceeds to say that. So it really, I mean, that's what the media does. Yeah. I mean, it molds and manipulates that, things that to was, make viewers watch. That was pretty surprising. To it be was. Honest. I it mean, was. Disney's one of your your largest, you know, mm-hmm. companies. So right. to see them making fun of the uh, the mainstream media is like pretty. I don't know, hypocritical. It, it, it is. It's just very weird to it see. Is to crazy, be honest, but I loved it. Yeah. And then, of course, the same news lady, you know, went back and said and asked her about rumors of how she got her powers. Um, being by a mafia hit, and that's how she actually got her powers in the comic books. Mm. So I love that. I love that reference. You know, of course, they didn't go that route in the show, 
but they're still paying homage to the actual comics, yeah. which I appreciate. I didn't, dude, I didn't even catch that at first. Yeah. That's a nice kid. Yeah. So that is cool. That was Shout really out cool. Shout writers. So I'm glad that they did that. I mean, I still think that could have been the way to go. Yeah. To be honest with the show, yeah. you know, she's absolutely demolishing this case. You're like, all right, we got to take her out. You know, Bruce just happens to be with her on a coffee date. Mm-hmm. Saves her life. Yeah. I, I think it would have made more sense, yeah. to be honest. I really do. Because I would have given more... her lawyer more credibility, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning of it the It would show. have. And then also would have, you know, made, made more emotional stakes, mm. I feel like, than just that quick car crash scene. Mm. Um, I agree. Like, I agree, too. But, you know, we said that in episode one about, you know, our criticisms with that. But, you know, so far we'll see what happens in the future of that. Um, but, yeah, so I did like that. And then um, I also like um, just, you know, the, just the examples, like, you know, like the last episode when they were, you know, mentioning Eternals or, you know, and now her um, and just doing the things that she's doing, you know, with the news and, you know, with Blonsky and stuff. I just think it's really cool, and I'm glad that they're doing that. And I do know this show has been super comic accurate to the She-Hulk comic and the source material. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Of course, the show may not be as favorable as most, but I appreciate how it's still staying true to the comics. And even though some demographics of people may not like it, yeah. others will. Yeah. And it's still it's sticking pretty true. Sticking yeah. to the source. And, and, and I guess I would rather have a pretty comic accurate mm-hmm. one than, you know, just the action packed. Action packed, yeah. Full one of that's nothing. Not, but, yeah. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, right. We, we were texting about this the other day. You're like, listen, for what, what they've done, you know, it's like, it's pretty solid, you right. know, considering the comics. So I was like, you know yeah. what? You're right. You're yeah. right. Yep. 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 All right, so of course, after this, She-Hulk realizes, of course, Blonsky's released, but with ideas of a, um, what's the word, trans, not the transmitter, but like a... Inhibitor. Uh, inhibitor, that's it. Yeah. That'll so keep, inhibitor. Is it, will it keep him from becoming... It'll keep him from becoming abomination. If he like does... Obviously, he'll back. figure out a way to yeah. go against that. Um, but of course, that was brought up to and given to Jennifer Walters from a guy, from um, Kowalski or whatever his name was, Yeah. Um, given that idea. So that was funny. And... Um, I, I like that because it kind of, because in the comics, you know, the X-Men have the biggest um, history with like inhibitors, mm-hmm. you know, inhibiting their mutant powers. So I appreciate that they're bringing it more into the MCU to see it like, you know, okay, what if we can put these people more in check yeah. than we already have with the Sokovia Accords? Mm. I think that's kind of cool like concept. physical restraints right, on them. Right, right. Now mm. we got this ability to do yeah. um, that was invented by Bruce Banner. So that would be cool uh, I mean, see. It makes sense. I mean, you're, you're talking about freaking abomination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, and I, I really did love that part um, with the whole the parole hearing and all that mm-hmm. mess with Abomination because it didn't, you know, it didn't downplay like who he was or what he's right. done. And that, but the cases for him to be released like were actually legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, I was thinking to myself, uh, if I was on the, the parole hearing, would I, you know, like want him to go free? And, and I feel like that was really, yeah. the, the writing was done really well there because I, I was picturing myself. And there she's like taking into account like human lives and mm-hmm. what if, you know, right, he goes right. crazy again. So I that, thought that yeah. part was really cool. It was. It was. I agree. All right. Now to go on. Of course, Jen ends up going public with her matters on She-Hulk in, instead of saying reserves. So that was cool um, for her, you know, talking out and speaking out upon the rumors and stuff like that. That was cool. Mm. And then, of course, we get a cool, cool part of the episode and that being the ending that I, I liked, but I also have critiques about it. Um, and I'll talk about that. So we got the MCU debut of the Wrecking Crew. Which mm. I, I love that because I'm a big fan of the Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew is a really cool bunch of villains yeah, in the comics. They're, they're Hulk uh, villains, they, right? They are. No, they're Thor villains. They're Thor villains. They are Thor oh. villains. Uh, I, I, I saw them in uh, Avengers Assemble. 
Yes, they're Avengers. Symbol. I forget the the individual. They're names, Earth's Mightiest but... Heroes. They're in several comics. They're they're pretty big characters. I mean, they're never like the villains. Yeah, but they're always the hired hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool to see them. I just feel like they're a little bit bigger than the She Hulk show. If I'm being honest, you really think so? I, I think, think this so. is a good way to introduce them, though. I like, feel like more it so is, than a movie, right? You know? But I would have loved to seen them in a movie. Yeah, I mean. It would have been cool. I mean, I understand what they're doing with She-Hulk, but I feel like in a show, they could have been the main villains, whereas in a movie, they could be like the side hustle. Yeah. But in this show, they're making them the side hustle when they're pretty big characters in the comics and stuff. So yeah. I would have liked to have seen that, but I didn't really like the castings either of these group. They didn't look, they looked like, some of them looked like teenagers to me. Like, did you get that? I did. I mean, they looked young. Are we, are we not, completely, completely sure they're. They use the name. They use the name. Um, they didn't say Wrecking Crew per se, but they used one of their code names of the actual Wrecking Crew. I mean, so, you, yeah. you had, and they looked like them. They look like they're from about like eighteen, like the thirty. Yeah, right. That's what they talk like. about that scene mm-hmm. in the alley, right? Yeah, yep. so that's what they. Looked and they like. didn't, they didn't have like any. They weren't big. No, they didn't have like they the, were. They were tiny. They just had like, like us. and then they make fun. Is like, did you steal that from Asgardian construction? Like, like literally. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, and I'm like, that's so stupid because in the actual comic origin. Uh, they got their abilities from Asgard. Yes, that is true. But in the comics, they were given it by Loki. Loki gave it to him. Yeah. I, um, I really do think like we're going to see uh, them enhance, them maybe? get their powers, just like, like we that. saw She-Hulk. And I think that's going to play in. I, you know, and I think she might even end up representing them, yeah. um, to be honest. But there's no way that they keep these Karani kids with Asgardians weapons. No, they need you know, to bulk up. As the Wrecking Crew. Right. But the Wrecking need, Crew are huge. Oh, yeah, they're huge. Fighting Hulk and all, and all that jazz. So, yeah. I, I really, I don't know how they'll get it because obviously they're not going to have Loki in right, the show. Right. But, so, I mean, I just feel like they're bigger characters than what's displayed. So, I'd like to see That's them. why, bro, they're going to they're gonna try again to take her blood. Yes, yes. That's why. I, I totally forgot that they tried to do that. Yes. Obviously, they tried later. They're like, right. dude, did you get it? And they're talking about their boss. Mm-hmm. So, they I are think, after blood. Um, so that's that's interesting to they're know. gonna take hers and then maybe instead of giving it to the boss they're gonna take it for themselves that's possible Bulk up. that's what's gonna happen that's possible watch, watch it happen. but then again they're not they're not gonna be a bunch of hulks running around though so that doesn't make sense i mean maybe they're exposed with gaming radiation i mean they hulk but they have different, different bodies way, but... yeah they're, they're not you know a part of the banner family right so maybe different DNA. we'll see how they explain it but i don't think that'd be the best explanation well, like how else know. i mean we've already right. seen them try to get the blood right maybe that blood mixed with their boss's formula I don't know. Maybe, I definitely think we'll her blood's the key it to is. enhance them physically. Possibly. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Or maybe they get like some super soldier serum like left over from Falcon Winter Soldier. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens with mm. that. But hopefully they do it right. Because I do really like the Wrecking Crew and I, I want them to have a bigger role. I want them to be huge. Exactly. So I want them to be legitimate I want them to be comic accurate. So yeah. now we got to talk about So why are they after their blood? Um, so of course, of course they mentioned their boss. And of course they're like, you know, we got to get it for him. I think the boss to me, it's got to be the leader. I feel like I just feel like it's going to be the leader. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like after teasing him, Incredible Hulk. Right. right. I mean, him being an Incredible Hulk and then doing nothing with him in the future. The MCU doesn't like to like, they don't like to cut corners. Yeah. So I would love to see the leader. I feel like this is the perfect perfect show. Him to be the villain of She Hulk, the overall would be perfect. Mm-hmm. He's the perfect person to do it, and he was obsessed with Bruce's blood in the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So to get that and to realize that She Hulk may have better version of the blood. Yeah. I think it makes total sense. You think they would? You think this would build up to a movie? I think it I, could. I have a hard time seeing just how a nine-episode show will build up to a huge battle with the leader. It could. You know, I think it will definitely spill over. We'll see. Oh, in like a World War the Hulk Avengers or, or something, something like that. I, I we'll really see. do. I, I think know. it could, but I really would like to see. I feel like the leader is the perfect villain of this show. 
um, and would make a rep- good represented factor. So we'll see with that. Hmm. But overall, yes, like I said, half the show was horrible this episode for me, and then half <laughs> was pretty good, and yeah. then had some great references. So we'll see. Hopefully, the future's better. You know, Jen Wall or Tatiana Maslany's already or somebody's teasing. Who was it, like a producer or somebody? Was teasing that next episode is going to be like Marvel fans were going to really like it. And I don't, I don't know if I don't or, know if I believe that. I don't know. It's going to be just Megan Thee Stallion, Megan Thee Stallion, and then Jen. Jen again. I don't want to see Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, the best duo. We'll Sorry. see, but hopefully <laughs> next episode will be even better. All right, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Uh, our podcast here's in the moment is available on all major podcast platforms. So. You know, that's your yeah. Amazon Music, your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever we're on there. So go ahead. Uh, if you like this episode, like we said, give us a download. Uh, we can see that mess. And then it lets us know um, what kind of content, what episodes you guys like best. Um, apparently, y'all like Spider-Man and <laughs> um, Carnage a lot. So, you know, we'll keep that up. And speaking of Spider-Man, yeah! speaking of Spider-Man, <laughs> as y'all know, they're releasing, you know, the... I guess extended More version. fun stuff is what More they're called. More fun stuff. 11 extra minutes. So Michael and I, we're seeing it tonight. We are seeing it tonight. Late. So we'll break the 11 minutes down in a future podcast. We will. Um, Tuesday, we'll be breaking down our superhero news. A lot of yes. news going on. A lot of rumors, as always. Part 8. So stay tuned. That's Tuesday yes. at 5 a.m. And I'm going to assume the Spider-Man No Way Home More Fun Stuff version is going to come out Thursday, Thursday. But it's still to be determined. So TBD. Listen to our next podcast and we'll tell you. Facts. Also, keep up to date with our Instagram. Yes. Uh, we post stories. Our, when our episodes come out, all that mess. We have a link to our website. All that jazz. TikToks. So go ahead. Check us out. Here's in the moment and our TikTok. <laughs> we appreciate that. We just want to thank you all for listening. And as always, we love you 3000.